Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Hick. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. We're almost out of April. And I just can't stress it enough. If you had goals, things you were pushing to do in 2021, uh, you know, the first part of it is over. <laughs> we're going to be into the fifth month here in about four or five days. So, I mean, you just really have to hunker down and and maximize your time. Time management is crucial uh, because if you aren't properly focused and working, you will look up and it will be June. Then it'll be August. Then it'll be November. And before you know it, you'll be putting off what you were planning to do this year for next year. Um, and just take baby steps, you know. I always say don't drink the ocean because you're thirsty just have a cup of water and just go every day just a little bit do something for your future every day whether it's finally starting your business whether it's i if i keep talking to all these people who own their own llc's and don't take the tax breaks you all are really upsetting me with that i did that for a long time but it it makes all the difference you know and that money's there and whether you get an extra $100 back or an extra $5,000 back, it's there. You're just leaving money on the table. Don't do that. Don't do that. So if you're starting a business, get down to it. Let's go. Get it done. And, you know, finish that paperwork. If you're not in the process, if you're further along in the process than that, uh, actually, uh, you know, try to grow your business, scale it, and at least get the tax breaks. Um, everything, every expenditure you have that's related to your business, you can write it off. And you don't have to hire an accountant. Most small companies, small businesses, solo entrepreneurs don't need an accountant. It's super easy. You can do it with your regular taxes and uh, no more excuses. The uh, yesterday I had to have a chat with a coworker, one of my favorite buddies in the office, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I think women for sure uh, need this reminder more than anyone, uh, and maybe not just women, but I noticed that sometimes women respond to this uh, uh, concept better. Than, than guys, because I think sometimes guys just assume this thing that I'm about to say. But there are times in your life when you realize, certainly for me, I can recall several times in my life when I realized that the Calvary wasn't coming, that I was the Calvary, that no one was coming to save me. And I think it's something that women think about because this whole damsel in distress thing that you grow up with, you read about it in all the, the, you know, the books, the stories that they tell you as a little girl, you see it, you know, all interwoven in, in plot lines, you know, flash dance. I just talked about how terrible that movie was. Well, she was definitely a damsel in distress and she just couldn't get her life together between welding and following her real dream of dance until this old man, <laughs> came into her life and gave her stability um, and criticized how she was living because she needed to grow up. But he would 
you know, no, because he's old. You know, this kind of whole you need somebody to come save you concept that that women get sold hook, line and sinker to the point that a lot of women really believe it. A lot of women really believe they cannot function until a man comes and gives their lives some structure. They're, they they come into their lives and they go, you know, you need this and you need that. And, you need and that was the opposite of what I wanted. I've never really dated a bossy guy. I just wasn't into that. I'm really not into people telling me what to do all that much. Um, especially if I don't think you're smarter than me. <laughs> so, you know, I've had an interesting life. It's nuanced. But, uh, you know, there's nobody coming to save you. Sometimes in your life, it's designed that way because you need to grow. You need to evolve. You need to, there's a skill set that you were, you were put here to acquire that you aren't acquiring because you keep waiting for someone to save you. Those times when you have been running and you stop and you turn and fight, they're real. And we may not be fighting like, you know, the olden days. It's not the Civil War, but we are fighting something normally, you know, whether it's on your job, whether it's in your relationships, whether it's just in your life in general, where you've been going down a path where it's like, this is not working. I have to do something different. I have to approach it. I have to face it. Because basically what it is, is I have to face whatever it is that's that's raining down on me, you know. And in a workplace, I've worked all kinds of places. In my very unique journey trying to just become this super successful filmmaker, I've had to make money along the way, you know. I'm, I'm not immune to the economy. I have to pay my bills like everybody else. And, you know, I've worked for all kinds of businesses, big businesses, small businesses, um, people who, people who were scaling their business. I've actually worked for three or four, uh, organizations that were scaling, which was really fascinating. I've had good bosses. I've had great bosses. I had terrible bosses. Um, I've worked for visionaries. I've worked for people who wouldn't know how to find their way out of a, you know, one bedroom apartment, just lost, wouldn't know what to do. They just weren't great at what they were doing. I had worked for this guy. He let his sales floor basically devolve to the point where people were openly stealing each other's sales and getting into physical altercations. And he just, you know, did not have the management skills or the foresight to to fix that. You know, he created that environment and then pretended he was upset about it. And it's like, well, you don't get to pretend to be upset about it when you created it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, shame on you. I mean, people were getting ready to come to blow. Like, fizz- I just walked out before they started punching each other. I have no doubt that they fought. Um... These were some big women. I was like, dude, I'm out of here. Here's my phone. <laughs> this is my safe. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I don't got there. I cannot make enough sales to make this worth my my health. Um, and so, you know, you, there are times in your life where you just have to turn and fight. It's it's no one's coming over the hill to save you. And, you know, I don't know, always know how that ends. But you, everybody who's seen a war movie knows that there's a part in the movie where the battle is intense and no one's coming to save your heroes and you got to be your own hero. And, um, I've had that in all areas of my life. 
I've had to physically fight for my life. I've had to spiritually fight for my life. Um, I've had to fight, you know, to keep my job. I've had to fight to keep clients at times. I've had to, um, I've had to fight to do a lot of things. You know, I had to fight to just, you know, get my film degree because my parents, my dad was okay with it, but my mom was like, you should be a teacher. And I'm like, I don't want to be a teacher. I want to be a filmmaker. You know, I've had to fight for everything pretty much. So, you know, I'm used to it. And I, I don't know. There are, and it's rewarding and it's fulfilling when you can, when you can emerge on the other side and unpleasant things come to an end. You know, they always do. So it's peaks and valleys. So just fight, fight, fight through the valley. You just have to. Um, And the whole idea, just let the idea go that someone's coming to save you. Someone may save you, but don't count on it. (laughs) Save yourself. Fight for what you believe in. Stand on it. And do your absolute very best all the time, whether it's a physical fight, which I would hope after a certain point in your life, you're not really getting into. But, you know, a spiritual fight, an emotional fight. It's OK. It's OK to stand your ground. And it's OK to look at look the situation in the in the eye and and win. And victory doesn't always look like what we think it looks like. That's the problem. It's easier when it's like you know, you're the world zero and you're one, you know, I won one to nothing, you know, it's easy, but every victory isn't, doesn't look like that. Every victory isn't, isn't, um, determined by something as, uh, definitive as a score. See what I'm saying? Uh, there are a lot of things that I know I won, but I don't have any proof. (laughs) I can't show it, but I'm still here. So that's, that's not nothing, right? That counts for something. So stay strong, whatever, wherever you are in your life, whoever needs to hear that, but especially women, I don't think we get that, uh, reinforced in us enough. We are strong and resilient and smart and capable. You know what? There are a lot of things I can say that I don't care for right now in St. Louis, but it's pretty impressive that we have a black female mayor of St. Louis, and I hope she does really well. I really do. This city needs to um, fix a lot of issues, and I hope she's successful in fixing some or all of them. Uh, That would make her a miracle worker, but I wish her the best of luck, and it's impressive. There are a lot of women in really powerful roles in the city right now, and I hope they are successful with what they do. Um, their success is all of our success. St. Louis is, is an amazing city, but it is flawed. And there are a lot of issues that really need to be addressed and people need to be honest. And, you know, race is just the least of my concerns here. We, we got some serious economic disparity, um, that looks racial and probably has some roots in race, but it also has some roots in, um, classism. There are some successful black people here. You know, there is a black middle class and there's probably a black upper class led by Dave Stewart, um, worldwide technology. So, you know, anyway, it is impressive. And as a black woman who's running her own company and, and doing the many things that I do, I'm very excited about the future. Um, for for women, you know, 
not just black women, but all women. When we wake up and realize we are quite capable and we can do so much, and it really does help to get past your hormones. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. When you're a young woman, (laughs) you know, I know men are always accused with thinking with their hormones, but women do too. And uh, once you get past that and the air is clearer and you can think about the things you need to think about and not uh, a boy or a man, it can really, really help. (laughs) It really helps, (laughs) you know. Um, But anyway, in all seriousness, sometimes you have to save yourself. And it's not always pretty and it's not always fun, but there will be moments in your life where you have to do that. So don't worry about getting rescued. The Calvary isn't coming. You're the Calvary and you can do it. I hope you have an amazing day. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Tuesday and that, you know, life is just working out for you the way you want it to. And if it's not, start there. Do the work. Do the work. Be your best.